Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, I am so pleased to have in our studio this morning two of our South Orange leading leaders, uh, Miss Annie Godfrey and Mr. Daryl Godfrey, who are the owners of Waterworks Laundromat. Welcome to the program, Annie and Daryl. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so excited to talk about Water, Waterworks Laundromat and also your particular style of leadership as you're employing a number of people. But before we get started into Waterworks Laundromat, uh, if you both can share a little bit about your uh, education, your experience, and then we'll jump into Waterworks Laundromat. Okay, I'll start. Ladies first, right? Okay. Um, That's right. So That's I'm right. Annie Godfrey, and I, in terms of my education, I have a, a bachelor's from Rutgers and a master's in social work also from Rutgers a long, long time ago. Um, and I have, I was in the um, a professional in human resources for many years. In fact, I just retired as of May 3rd from Johnson Johnson. So I'm very excited about that to now be focusing on, I have changed employers. So instead of working for J&J or other industry, I'm working for myself and my family now. Um, so many years in, uh, in, in industry, financial services, uh, as well as uh, uh, healthcare in human resources. So, so that's me from, from psychology to social work to human resources. Go figure. That's awesome. <laughs> So uh, I'm Daryl Godfrey, and uh, born and raised in North New Jersey, um, just like Annie, went to Rutgers in New Brunswick undergrad, and um, really most of my career, that's the last 20 years plus, has been working in the financial service field as a banker or commercial lender, and then more recently, I am currently working as the chief operating officer for the New Jersey Redevelopment Authority in Trenton, New Jersey. So it, um, it took my, from banking to really just trying to help the community out. And I'm just ecstatic about the working with Waterworks with Annie, but also with my full-time job of trying to redevelop the urban communities in New Jersey. That is, that is really awesome and extremely wonderful because I remember uh, some years ago, Daryl, you and I were talking and you had told me that you and Annie had established a laundromat uh, quite a few years ago and to, to help out the community. Yeah, so we, we opened um, Waterworks at the end of 2007, so almost 12 years ago, actually. Wow. Um, we, we really established it, quite frankly, because we did sort of a, a survey of, uh, of laundromats in the Newark area, and our laundromat, Waterworks, is based on at 970 Bergen Street in Newark, which is a business community, and a, and a large residential area as well, but it's a main thoroughfare, in, um, in, in, in Newark. So we established it there because we saw that there were very few, uh, if, if any, high quality laundromat services um, in the community, quite frankly. So we really wanted to offer high quality laundry services to the residents, not only in the immediate area, but also in, uh, in other communities that uh, could get to our laundromat. So it's really about providing high quality services to, uh, to residents. But, but also to add to that, I mean, we wanted to put our foothold into, you know, showing that African American, you know, a couple from born in North, raised in North, could invest into their, you know, their community that they were born and raised in. Unfortunately, in these urban areas, you do not see a lot of African American owned establishments. And so, 
one of the big things that we want to stress besides great customer service is that, you know, we're, we're here and what's the other thing owned by you for you, <laughs> as they say. And so that's the really thing that a lot of customers, to be quite frank, are still surprised when they come in and we say we own it. They're like totally surprised. And that's, that's, that's good for us. But also when you look at the big picture, it says a lot about what's happening in the community that we don't own and invest in our community. So Andy and I and I or our son want to change that pendulum that's going forward. And congratulations, your son, uh, Nigel, just graduated, correct? He did. He did. He graduated from Oberlin College with a degree in economics following in his father's footsteps. Um, and his graduation was uh, Monday um, on Memorial Day. So we were in Ohio and thankfully the weather was beautiful, uh, which was uh, the, week, the weekend before that. It was not so great. But, uh, but that day, the sun god smiled down on us and we had an awesome, awesome time. Wow. So, so this is great. I'm, I'm hearing that there's some legacy here. Um, you're building this business, of course, for the community, but it's a business that your, your son will be able to grow into as well. What would you say is the blueprint for your success? Because you've been at this a while, the two of you. I'll start and I'll let Daryl uh, jump in because he always likes to jump in and, and interject. <laughs> so, uh, I, I would say the blueprint for our success really is just having a vision for the kind of business we wanted to, uh, to, to, to provide in, in the community. Number one, it's, it's about service, um, putting service first and making sure that the service is consistent. Uh, because I think oftentimes businesses that may not do well don't do well because of the, they may be inconsistent in terms of the product or service they're providing. So I think consistency is a big part of it. I think uh, also having good people. We have some awesome employees who work for us and, and they're like family. So we, we care about them. They care about us. Uh, they have a vested interest in our success because they understand that our success equals their success. Uh, because we are, you know, obviously the more money we can make, the more we can, can ensure that we're employing them and perhaps even other people. So I would say those two things, consistency, the customer service, are, and, and of course the employees are, are critical in terms of how we, why we've been able to be uh, in business for as long as we have. And in addition to is loyalty from our customer base. I mean, one big component of our business is our wash and fold business, which you don't see a lot in these larger matches. So customers come in, drop off their clothes, and they'll be ready either that day or the next day. And I think the loyalty, to add to Annie's point, in addition to great customer service, has served us well in these last, you know, 12 plus years. But also one of the things that, you know, drive a business out is, you know, you know lack of capitalization. And we have, we've had some ups and downs with the business, but because we, you know, we still work while Annie just retired, we were able to contribute to the business when it, you know, it reached some, you know, low points in it. But so we're happy because we see the vision and this is not just for a 10 to 15 year old ride. We want to keep this in a business long after we're gone and hopefully when the Iowa family can take advantage of the opportunity that the business provides. And, and so the additional dynamic of just being in business in an urban area, starting a, a small business, the challenges are there. And, but you guys, I've always seen that you're always like this, this, this shining couple of, of what a marriage should be and of a partnership. And, you know, how do, 
what advice would you give to other married couples as to how do you keep it all together and keep it positive and keep it going? Yeah, I, I was laughing about that, uh, Daryl, because I, I think it's funny, but it's also true. I mean, Daryl and I are friends first. Um, we've known each other for well over, wow, over almost 40 years, to be honest with you, since high school. So <laughs> we're friends first. And, and I think that's part of it. I think he makes me laugh. I try to make him laugh. Um, and I think it, it's important. And, and most recently, we had a conversation with some younger couples, and they were asking us, um, you know, it's funny, the two words that, uh, that we would offer as um, sort of um, the words that, that we would suggest to them as sort of um, things they should contemplate and think about as they, um, that have enabled us to stay together as long as we have, as we've been married for almost 29 years, in fact. Um, so the two words I offered were really um, patience or uh, no, a compromise, compromise and really being able to ignore some stuff. <laughs> you know? I, I coined the word ignoration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really is about being able to ignore little things because a lot of little things are going to happen, but you can't react to everything. So really that, uh, that compromise, the ability to compromise, not your, your values, but compromise where it's necessary, but also being able to ignore the small stuff. But, but you know, also I think what's important is to support. Because when, this, when we first started doing Waterwork Largerette, you know, Annie wasn't in 100%, <laughs> yeah, to be right. very frank. And um, I ran it, you know, particularly, I would say 70%, 80% by myself for the first six years. And then as, you know, we started experiencing some hiccups, you know, I was glad that I let go of some of the things and Annie joined me on the, with the efforts to change things around. So I think, you know, to Annie's point, it's just, you know, understanding each other, but we're friends. I think that's the biggest thing that we more than anything else, we're friends. And I think we, what we see in Waterworks is what we, you know, it's the community that we came from. And that's in our heart probably more than, you know, profitability was to some extent, yeah. because it's just to see the people that we hired, see the people in the community, and that was us. I mean, we are very fortunate and blessed that we, you know, got the education and can reinvest back in the community. But also, you know, we know the challenges that the community faces. We have people who come in there all the time who can't afford to wash their clothes, and we give them breaks. I mean, some people think we're crazy when doing that, but we're saying no. Because that was Annie and I at one time. So No, I say God bless you to that because um, I grew up in a grocery store and uh, my mother would extend credit, you know, and um, we got a lot of folks through a lot of hard times and uh, they were always very loyal. And, and that speaks to, you know, your morals and your ethics and your commitment to, to the community. But also when we talk about your success, the selection of people, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting a business and having to hire people as to, you know, what has been successful for you in the selection of people? What type of criteria or tools do, do you use to select your folks? I, I think we're, we've been very fortunate is that people live less than a block away. They know the community. We have one um, associate, she's really been in the community for 30 plus years. I mean, that speaks volumes to the people who come in the area who want to patronize your business. Because they're unlike 
some of your other stores in there who they don't hire anyone from the community and they don't look like you. So I think, you know, we, we, where we've been very fortunate around is really just getting people who live less than a block away and who've been there for years. And when the people come in there, they know who they are. And, you know, it wasn't no great, like, you know, all of us come from the corporate environment. You go to all these interviews and you make sure people have all these credentials. No, we didn't do that. We just says, who are you? You know, how could you help us? And they showed us by their day-to-day -day loyalty. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing business because out of the three people that are our, our, our employees, they don't even take time off. Oh. This is amazing. We have to make them. And we have to make them take time <laughs> off. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing they don't get sick. I mean, for the last, I can tell you, in the last 13 years, we probably had, out of the three people that are there, probably called them sick maybe one time, maybe once. It is, it is truly amazing their work ethic. They open, they close the place for us. I mean, it's an amazing relationship. Yeah. So, and, and I would say to, to Daryl's point in terms of the selection criteria, it really is about people who have uh, integrity, people who have work ethic and who want to do the work. Um, and, and we've been very fortunate to have been able to hire people who have a very strong work ethic and they're honest people. Um, and, and, you know, we don't necessarily hire family, but ironically, the people who we've hired have become like family. That is awesome. And, um, you know, Annie, considering that you have come through HR, I'm, I'm sure you have some type of training program uh, for your folks. Uh, yeah. What type of training do you put them through? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, we don't have an official long time long elongated uh, training program but what we have done is articulate for them here are the expectations and they it, it's written down so everyone knows if you're an attendant at waterworks laundromat there's certain things that you have to do like greeting customers like answering the phone in a certain manner um, like making sure that the quality of your work is on point and making sure the machines are well maintained and cleaned on a regular basis. So they know what the expectations are. Uh, those expectations were set up front. Uh, so we really didn't have to do any elongated uh, two week, five month training programs. <laughs> it really is you learn on the job, but you learn up front what the expectations are and those are reinforced over and over and over again. And what we also do is we catch people doing things well. And when they're doing something good, you compliment them on that. Because when people, I think oftentimes people know that when they've done something wrong, you know, like you, you say, fess up when you mess up. Um, and people do that. They know when they've done something wrong. But I'd rather catch them doing things right and compliment them on having done something well and then they're more likely to do that again and again and again. Wow, that is excellent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mrs. Annie Godfrey and Mr. Daryl Godfrey, the proud owners of Waterworks Laundromat in Newark. And we are talking about the success of their business in an urban community since 2007. And, and, and so, Daryl, when you were doing this for the first six years, you know, like 70%, how did you manage your full-time work as well as managing this this enterprise I, I really i mean i worked in the city of newark at that time and the job as uh working for the city of newark allowed me a lot of flexibility to be very frank to real. i mean that's how i managed it 
And as Annie said, having good people. So yes, I needed to be there at certain hours, but having good people helped me run the, you know, the laundromat for that time period. So I think there's flexibility in my job and really there's good people. And, and I also think that, you know, because much of the volume occurs over the weekend, a lot of activity happens Saturday and Sunday. It really allows us to, allowed us to be there on those days, not all day on those days, but certainly on Saturday and Sunday. And when we first started, we were going to the store to pick up product. Uh, we were doing everything we had to do um, to, to run the business. And over time, we've been fortunate to hire other people to do those kinds of things. But we always check in and all, have always checked in on the weekends uh, to make sure things were, were running smoothly. And, and that's a very important point for the audience to, to understand is that you, uh, the both of you, have made significant sacrifices of your leisure time to make this happen. Correct. Correct. I mean, even, even vacations, there's sometimes we would have to, uh, to contemplate whether to go on a vacation. We love Martha's Vineyard, quite frankly. <laughs> and uh, we have to, to think about that. And when our son, Niall, was playing basketball and baseball over the summers, there were times when we'd have to make sure we incorporated that into the schedule as well because we have to run the business. So, so we made it work. Um, and, and again, having good people helped us significantly in ensuring that, uh, that we were able to check in when we needed to. And we have a surveillance camera that allows us to see what's happening. So if we see something on the, uh, on the surveillance camera, we, say, we call and say, okay, what's going on there? So that allows us to have that ongoing uh, communication and connection, even if we're not physically there. That is excellent. And so when, when your Waterworks Laundromat, it serves the community, uh, of course, of providing a service, but it, it, it provides other services as well as having a consistent business that's employing other folks in the area. What are your plans for growth for Waterworks Laundromat? Oh, well, I mean, that's an excellent question. We are right now in the uh, finishing stages of trying to close on the purchase of another laundromat at 760, um, 790. 790, sorry, 790 South Orange Avenue in North New Jersey. That will have a different name. That would be called smartsuds.com. But it's all with the vision of trying to expand to not just provide a retail walk-in business, provide other services that the marketplace has opened up to, particularly the the, uh, the millennial, millennial marketplace and also um, empty nesters. And, you know, with the advent of, you know, we, we all use these phones each and every day. But for us, the use of those phones and that technology has opened up an opportunity for us. So what we're doing tremendously right now is trying to expand into the college footprint because although these universities have washers and dryers on their facilities, students hate the wash clothes, to be very <laughs> frank. <laughs> and then, like I said, and you see all these high-end buildings going up downtown Newark, South Orange, and Montclair, and those are nothing but empty nesters. And although there's washers and dryers in those machines, they hate washing clothes. And so we are have an aggressive marketing campaign going on. Annie and I have been talking to universities, talking to the developers of these buildings, and really trying to provide our service to that marketplace. And once again, that's a tremendous growth place. We've seen it that, particularly on the college side, UCLA using it, Loyola Marymount and Maryland using it. So all these colleges are 
using it. Now we're just trying to break into the marketplace in the northern New Jersey that we saw. Yeah, yeah, as I mentioned to you, in Seton Hall, I'm an adjunct professor, and when you walk into the buildings, you see these signs for services that say, we'll come get your clothes and clean them for you. And um, I guess this generation, they love that. They, they do. They do. It's about convenience. I mean, think about all of the uh, other businesses that have have really launched as a result of convenience. It's you know, not having to leave your house, ordering some, ordering your food. And uh, yeah, Grubhub and oh, yes. Uber know. Eats. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's about convenience, and this is a a, a, um, a generation of people who want to use their time doing more of what matters more to them. And so insert smart suds, insert any other service you can, you can think of that really is about allowing people to use their time in the manner in which they prefer and then leave the other stuff like laundry to other people like us. <laughs> so I have a business question to ask on the marketing branding front. So Waterworks Laundry Mat been in business for uh, quite some time, and uh, Smart Suds is coming about. When you go for your third location, will you give it a third different name, or will it have the branding of one of your previous locations? Well, that, that's a great, great question. You know, so the name of Smart Suds came up primarily because we're in a partnership with um, two other investors. The Waterworks was done with just Annie and I, and so just to keep from continuity and keep a separation. That's why we have smart stuff. But the thought process is going down the line. We would brand it and then hopefully franchise it. And ah, we, probably, okay. we would probably keep the name of smart yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Very smart. <laughs> smart, smart on the uh, smart suds. <laughs> and, and again, Waterworks is, is a, is our, flagship store. It is the thing that enabled us to get into this business. It is the, you know, the, the brain trust of Daryl because he, uh, in, in his um, commercial lending days, was seeing all kinds of, of, uh, of business ventures. And he said, you know what, we need to get into the laundromat business. We need to buy a property and, and, um, and open a, um, what do you call it, a strip mall or something of that nature and have, have the laundromat as the anchor store and other things, uh, other um, businesses there as well. So this was really what he saw. And it really came about as a result of all the work he was doing with the banks that he was working with and seeing the opportunities that, opportunities that were out there. So it's where it started with him. And, and so we just chose the name of, of Waterworks, but with Smart Suds, really the, the objective is um, to franchise it over time. Uh, and who knows, we may even end up merging them under under one name. But for now, we're, we're going to keep operating them as two separate entities. Excellent. Excellent. And so, Annie, you know, I, I've gotten to know you from a distance, but you always seem to be very professional, very calm, very collective, very together. And I can imagine how you manage your folks. Um, it's similar. So talk, let's talk about your leadership style a little bit, if if we can. Sure. I am a, um, it's funny that you use the word professional, calm, and, and so forth. As I was leaving J&J and, and my colleagues were making comments at my, uh, my gathering, uh, those same words were used. And I'm thinking, okay, obviously I am professional. <laughs> but, but it's funny that I, I just laugh about it. But, uh, but yeah, so my style is one where I, I, I am not a micromanager. 
I allow people space to do their work. I tell you what it is I want done. I set the expectations up front and I expect that you're going to meet them. When I see something that's not meeting an expectation, I give feedback. I'm about coaching people in the moment um, instead of allowing things to fester. And then all, all, they, all of a sudden they, they, I keep accumulating them and then I'm, I'm um, letting them loose all at once. I'd rather say it when it happens and then it can be corrected at that time. So I, I like to be a little behind the scenes. I don't need to be the one doing everything, but I also like to jump in and help. I'm always one who will ask, how can I help you? So that servant leadership is a concept that I constantly think about. Um, and and I, I do enjoy doing the work because if I understand how it's done, then I can make sure other people who I'm training understand how it should be done to meet my expectations. Wow. And, and so, Mr. Godfrey, I, I'm sure you follow your wife's lead on that. <laughs> well, well it's, it's funny. I don't know sure if I follow the lead all the time. He's not a good follower. <laughs> yeah. right. so, you know, when we think about Annie and I, you know, in terms of our input and leadership into this business and in life, I mean, we, you know, I'm more of a visionary. I'm a big picture guy. I'm not a detail guy at all but I can see the vision and I've been blessed to be able to see it because it's been taught to me in my career. So I see things probably that some people don't see or you know, they think that you know, I'm too aggressive where Annie helps me because she's very methodical. So you know, that's where we benefit each other. You know, like I'm, I'm real big vision. I mean, sometimes Annie says, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> but because I'm like five steps ahead of it, mainly because of my experiences, not, not, not because I'm any smarter, but my, my experiences, I see things and, and how I've been taught to look at the big picture and then, you know, let, you know, let the people always have good people on your side that can work out the details. Yeah, he's the visionary. I'm the person who just gets it done. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to get you, I don't want to get uh, myself in trouble. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the person who really makes it count, but... <laughs> <laughs> and so when, when you when you think about uh, Waterworks Laundromat and you think about um, how Newark is really coming about, um, what is, Daryl, what is your vision for, for Newark? How do you see it? How do you see fellow businessmen such as yourself coming together to continue the positive trend for, for, for Newark, New Jersey? Well, what I think the vision for us in Newark is one that is very complimentary. I mean, particularly when you just look at the growth of the residential real estate marketplace, that's where we can, as a business side, we can really capitalize on. And, and in addition to, in terms of having African Americans who born and raised and, and reinvest back in the community, that can also help Newark going forward. Unfortunately, you don't see a lot of that that exists in Newark, but you know, if we can be the leaders or one of the leaders that say that people who look like us can be successful and then I see nothing but win, win, win. But I think it's a great opportunity. I'm involved in my uh, you know, professional job and, and uh, real estate development projects all downtown North and also in the, cor in the corridors. And I see just opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And I hope that Waterworks can be one of the, the leaders in the business community that can capitalize on this growth. Believe it or not, we are at the close of our interview, but I would like for each of you to take 30 seconds 
to share anything or any wisdom that you would like to give to our listeners listeners out there that are thinking about starting a business? Annie, ladies first. <laughs> sure, thank you. I, I would say just really be clear about what it is you want to do. What are your strengths? What are your, your um, opportunities for development? And go with your strengths. And then make sure you bring in people who complement you uh, in, in whatever business venture you're pursuing. Because when you become an entrepreneur, you're going to be all things, but you can't do all things. So make sure you bring in people who complement the skills and, and capabilities that you bring. I mean, and me, I'm, I'm going to use this time just to do some quick promo. I mean, when the, uh, this is on a, you know, Seton Hall, you know, radio, and we want to, you know, you're going to start seeing us as smart suds and also as water work. And so when you see our business out there, take advantage of it. You know, use us. We're there, you know, quick turnaround, customer friendly, friendly. We're local and it will be a tremendous experience for you, but also give you some time to share with your family and what your laundry is being done 24 hours a day. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our guests, Miss Annie Godfrey and Mr. Daryl Godfrey of Waterworks Laundromat. Please support the business. Thank you guys for this great interview. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you, Daryl. I mean, uh, great. I'm glad you're staying in touch. I mean, we're always very proud of you and your family. I think you, your daughter also graduated, right? Well, she's got a couple more classes, but she's close. <laughs> yeah, so listen, I mean, it, it takes, it's a process, but I know she has a good parents and she'll be successful. She will. Oh, thank so you thank so you much. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. I want you to wish everyone to have a great weekend, but always remember, leadership begins with you. <laughs>